Echo of the Word, October 31st, 2021 Written by an anonymous parishioner Read by Amy A player is about to take the field for a match. The player stands next to their coach for a moment. The coach has one passing opportunity to whisper whatever they can think up to most help the player succeed. What should the coach say? I would argue that the best advice is not strategic advice, not to follow through with the game plan, not to recollect the scouting report, not to attack the left side where the defense is weak, nothing like that. Neither is the route to offer precise psychological counsel, not to have confidence in that area where training has been concentrated, not to learn your lessons from the last game, not to stick to doing what you do well, not this kind of thing. Although these principles might be useful, the ultimate message must differ in kind. The ultimate must be this, or some variety of it. Leave everything on the field. Give everything you have. The advice is valid no matter the circumstances of the match or the mindset of the player. The advice resounds because it remains within the limits of the player's potentiality. It appeals to that aspect of their performance that is fully within their control. The advice is fair, and moreover, it is inspiring. It places the finite character of the game in perspective. The game will end. It will be looked back upon. And from the first minute to last, the only genuine question the player can put to themselves is, did I give everything I had? In this respect, the whispered challenge is all that the coach can request all that the coach should request, and all that the player can and should fulfill. Through such words, we can hear a pale earthly analogy to Jesus' estimation of what we must always keep before us. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. God's command meets us from the ground of who we are and what we possess rather than the unreasonable demand of a coach who would ask each player to take on the whole opposing team, the directive is like the wise coach's whisper to leave it all on the field. God meets us from the foundation of who we are and what we possess. And yet, yet, God asks everything of us, encouraging us not to leave any fuel in the tank for sideline pursuits, if we are to continue with the metaphor of the sports match. We should get accustomed to maximizing ourselves for God. If we are living out holiness, our days are not like the Saturday of the sprightly, speedy runner who finishes the town 10K first and then hangs out eating his brunch in self-contentment, proudly watching as the slower runners struggle across the line afterwards. A life of holiness means a motion towards God that constantly pushes up to the limits of our being. A life of holiness is not determined by the quality of one's intrinsic gifts, but rather the degree to which those gifts have been turned over, through love of God, to the service of God and neighbor. The vital spiritual measure, then, is not raw achievement, but fervor, however this manifests in a particular soul. The question is not whether you have met your pre-established goals, but whether you have lived a life aflame with the love of God. We can see why lukewarmness is the great danger of the spiritual life, not only because of its gradual and nearly unperceptible onset, but because, in a word, it is the way we fall short of God's designs.
Did Father Ignacio's homily scare us about lukewarmness? Then good. But he preached the higher, more glorious truth than the roll up your sleeves and dig yourself out strategy for overcoming the sickness. Yes, practically speaking, be diligent in spiritual practice and renounce idols and attachments are the two maxims that can help us to break out of spiritual drowsiness. But if the situation merely came down to a matter of method, it would not be the gospel. In the gospel's splendor, method is a mere minion of the Holy Spirit. Don't throw out your alarm clock, but know its place, for it is only ever by virtue of the grace coursing through God's finger that we wake up into love.